Once there were two tailors. A tailor is someone who fixes clothes. If something's ripped, you need it fixed. So nowadays, people don't bring as much clothes to the tailor, even though they do sometimes, because our clothes nowadays are made by machines. So it's much easier for them to make a lot of clothes, make it better, quicker. But back then, they didn't have all these machines. You had to make the clothes with your hands. You had to work hard in it. And if something gets ripped, nowadays, okay, so mommy says throw it away and get a new shirt. Big deal. Then it's, no, 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 get a new shirt. It's not so simple. Take the shirt and you're going to go fix it. Get it fixed. So a lot, a lot of times, people took their clothes to the tailor to get fixed. So in Vilna, there were two Yidin who they were tailors. They weren't the best, fancy, schmanciest tailors. Like you could have someone makes something regular, something normal, uh, a regular painting, a regular drawing, and you have the fanciest ones. Also, some people make regular clothes, and then the fancy Hushiva tailors, they can make the rich, fancy clothes. So they were the regular tailors. And they would go around to regular people, oh, my pants ripped, this ripped, okay, I'll fix it to you, a few, a few coins. And they didn't make too much money, just barely enough to survive, until they said, you know, it's not fun. We're working. We're not making too much money. We need to do something else. You know, we need to bring more money for our kindalach. They want, want money, some toys, some more food, some more clothes. It's not enough. What can we do? Ah, they got an idea. Let's travel together to other cities and maybe we'll get better business. More people will hire us. We'll make more money and we'll, um, it'll be better like that. Fine. They left Zilna and they started traveling around. And they got, they would go to different towns. Oh, we're good tailors. You need your clothes fixed. Yeah, come. They make more money like that. And every so often, they'd go back home, bring back the money, and then travel again. That's how they started making their parnasa. Came one day, they came to a village, and like usual, they went to stay with the Yidin. It's like a daven. So they could come to a shul, they could learn tailor in their free time. They could have kosher food. And they came to a Yiddish hotel, and they saw that the Yid, owner of the hotel, looked very upset. He looked very worried and sad. They said, hey, what, something's wrong. Why is he so sad? You know, we have to be happy. We serve Hashem with Simcha. A Yid's supposed to be happy. It's a mitzvah. Just be happy. And have betachan Hashem. Be happy. This person looks very worried and, like, sad. And they asked him, um, what happened? Why are you so sad? He said, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. He didn't want to bother them. No, please tell us. We see you're very upset. They have, you know, they felt for this person. You know, something's bothering you. Can we help you somehow? Please tell us. We want to know. Why are you upset? Uh, okay, fine, I'll tell you. First, he didn't want to bother them. But then, ah, fine. Right now, I have a big problem. The puddits in charge of every area... In Russia then, there was like a small king called the Puritz. So he's making a wedding for his daughter. And he told me that I need to go find for him the best tailor ever to make the best clothes ever that anybody ever had for his daughter. The fancy wedding dress. And the Puritz, he's the boss. And if you start up with him, oh, you're in trouble. So I went around to all the fancy tailors, and I said, listen, the Puritz 
Oh, he's making our wedding. He's gonna pay a lot of money. Come make the clothes for his daughter. So, that, so they came to the parties and said, "I want to see your work." You do. Oh, this fancy thing you made. This fancy thing. Yeah, you guys are not good tailors. Get them out of here. Go get me someone else. Okay, everyone says they're good tailors. They're not good enough for you. I'll go look for someone else. Found someone else, and he said, "Nah, these guys are not good tailors. Huh? I need the best tailor." What else are you bringing me? Go find me someone else. So I went to another guy, another guy. The, all the fanciest tailors. I brought them to the potters, and the potter said, "No, no, no, no. Those guys are not good enough for me. Huh? Come on, who are you bringing to me? I want the best." And now the potters started getting angry, and said, "If you don't bring me a good tailor soon, quick, then..." I'm gonna kick you out of your hotel and I throw you out. And the Puritz, he's a boss, he could do that. So now this year, he's saying, all worried. I brought him all the best tailors and he doesn't like them. He said, no, 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 they're not good. And, so now, and he's gonna kick me out if I don't bring him a good tailor. So um, I don't know what to do. So these two yin are listening. I said, hey, we're tailors. We know how to make clothes. We're not really fancy tailors. We're not the biggest experts. Never made a fancy wedding dress. But maybe you can try it out, they thought. So they told this yid, hey, you know, we're tailors. Tell him you found the best tailors in the world from far away. They had to come all the way from far away to come make the dress. And this yid, he laughed. A bitter, sad laugh. <laughs> Gotta make a joke from the poets. They scream at us again. You get all mad. I brought him the fanciest tailors from everywhere. And... You guys, you're just regular simple tailors. I'm going to tell him you guys are going to do it. You know what he's going to do? He's going to scream at us and uh, I'll be lucky if that's it. So they said, listen, the tailors answered him. If the puddits, he's something a little funny is happening to him. He's acting a little funny. The fans, these tailors, no, 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 they're not good. So he's acting a little, something funny. So maybe if we come and we're regular tailors, so he'll like us. Like he was, he's thinking backwards. Why not? So the Yid's saying, uh, maybe, <laughs> good idea. If he's thinking backwards, the good tailors are bad, so maybe a bad, a regular tailor is good. Uh, maybe, uh, no, just try it out. Why not? Uh, uh okay, fine. You want to come? Okay, come. So they came to the parts. And, and the Yid didn't say, oh, I found two regular tailors who just do regular clothes. Oh, I found the best tailors. Oh, you gotta try them out. So Potters listens. Hmm, you found me the best tailors. Hmm, good job. Let me see. You know what? Can you sew some clothes for my servants? I want to see what your um, work looks like. Here, take the materials and go sew it. Okay, sure. They started making some clothes. And it came back a few days later. Here, it's ready. And now the Potters looks at it. Wow. Finally, you got me a good tailors. I am so happy. This is beautiful. I never saw such good tailors in my whole life. You guys have the job. You're going to make the wedding dress my daughter. I'm so happy. You go do it. So now, everyone, okay, fine. He liked it. We have the job. And now, this is not just a regular person. The Puritz is very rich. And when he hires you for such a job, he pays a lot of money. So here, you guys, sit. You give you whatever you want, sit in my palace, your house, whatever you want, take all the nice materials, and you go make the dress. And they started sitting, and they started working. I think they sat in his palace, and they're working, 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 until they made the dress. And this potted thought, wow, this is amazing. I never saw such a good wedding dress. 
my life. I have the best one ever. I'm going to pay you. And he thanked the Yid. Thank you so much. Don't worry. You're fine. I'm going to leave you in the hotel. I'm not going to throw you out. And I'll, worry, I'll pay you very good money. Oh, like the Potus knows how to pay. So the Potus is there with the Potus with his wife. And she saw that the Yid are very happy. And she also noticed they're very happy that this Yid, the owner of the hotel, is okay now. He's not getting in trouble. She saw that, you know, they care for him. They have obviously throw. They care for another Yid. They just met. So she turns to her husband, the Potus, and said, you know... I see these Jews, they care about each other a lot. Maybe tell them about the Jews who are in our jail, in our pit, under the ground. Maybe they'll want to help them also and take them out. Oh, okay, I'll tell them, the pundit said. You know, I have a Jewish family, a Jew, who he didn't pay me money, so I put them in my jail. You didn't pay me the rent. You know the money. You sit in jail. Sit in jail. The jail is uh, deep under the ground. It's dirty and muddy and cold there. And every so often, when I pass by, I hear them like crying and like they sound very miserable. Maybe you want to take them out. These guys, I'm telling you, they're so miserable deep down on the ground. Do you want to pay for them? Pay the bill and all of them out. So the the tailors look at each other. Well. How much money does it cost to take them out? Oh, not too much. Just 300 silver rubles. So one tailor asked the other one, you know, what do you think? Uh, we could take them out. It's a big mitzvah. Pidn shvuim, save yid. So the other one said, uh, well, you know, that is a lot of money. And I was so long, I was poor. I didn't have any money for my family. Uh, you really, I would love to help them, but, uh, you know, I also need money. So that first tailor's thinking and said, you know, how much money are we getting from the pottets? They figured it out. Okay, let's split the money. And how much are we getting now? And so they figured out that each one would get exactly 300 rubles, which was a huge amount of money. So the first tailor said, you know, I can take them out. I can either take the 300 rubles and be rich, or I could save the family from being in deep down on the, under the ground in a pit, in a little dirty place. So I'll give my part and I'll save them. Now the tailor said, are you sure? You know, you know what you're doing? Come on. You, you need money for your family. Huh? So okay, so let's put the mitzvah. Each give half. Oh, I love to, but I can't. It's, it's, it's too hard. Maybe a different time. A different time, right? Uh, so I said, no. So I'm going to take him out of jail. So this one tailor gave all the 300 ruble. And the puddits and his wife, wow. You see? These Jews care for each other. Okay. So, uh, servants, soldiers, take them out of jail. Take them out of the pit. So they took them out of the pit. And these Yidin's whole family, now they were saved. They were down there freezing cold and hungry, everything, and dirty. And they saw this tailor who took them out. Thank you so much. They were crying. You saved us. Okay. And then the both tailors went back to Vilna. So now, one tailor came back with 300 rubles. And one tailor came back with no money, but a big mitzvah. And no one knew about it. So the tailor came back with a big money 
he started doing business and buying and selling things. And he started getting more rich and more rich. And ah, everything looked wonderful now. He's not poor anymore. Now he's rich. The other tailor, who came back with nothing, he had zero money. And he just stayed poor. And he was like so upset. He was poor, didn't have money. And that he started getting very sad until it got like too deep in his mind. It's called being depressed. Rahman Lastan. It's a very not good thing. If someone's too sad, sometimes it's even like a sickness when people are too sad. He fell into what's called depression. And he started walking around like, like, like he's not so normal. And people started calling him, oh, the depressed, the crazy tailor. And when he didn't have money and he was, wasn't acting like normally, wasn't doing business, so he would go ask for tzedakah. And no one knew about him. Okay, some guy in the street asking for tzedakah. Fine, big deal. One day, someone was walking in the street. And this uh, crazy tailor asked him, Tzedakah, need bread. So this person saw this tailor, you know, the guy asking him, Tzedakah, said, hmm, you want me to give you a coin? If I give you a coin, what are you going to give me? I'll give you a bracha. I'll give you a blessing. Yeah, the guy smiled. Okay, a bracha from a crazy person. Fine. Gave him a little coin. And the guy gave him a bracha. That person who gave him the coin and got a bracha, he was a merchant who would buy and sell something called flax. It's a material they use for different things. And to go buy his flax and to sell it to other people, he would have to travel to these different rich goyim, these potitzes, and to buy from them. But the potitz people... They weren't always so nice. Usually, they were not nice. And just to go speak to them, can I please buy your flax? Sometimes they would scream at them. Sometimes they'd be acting a little wild. Said, what, you want to buy it from me? Huh? Who are you? Pay me a lot, a lot of money, then I'll give it to you. Oh, come on, please. Uh, give me a normal price. I can't pay that much. Yeah, but you have to argue with them. It would be very tough. So that day that he gave him the coin and got the bracha, he went to this potet, and he's already getting ready. Okay, the guy's going to scream, and he's going to ask me for ten times the price. So maybe I'll give him some presents, some food. I don't know what. He'll be in a better mood. Maybe he'll give me for a normal price. Okay, ready? Here we go. He walked in to see the potets, and he had a big surprise. The potets was calm, smiled, said, Can I buy your flax? Yeah, why not? Um... Can I pay this amount of money? Sure. Take it. Here. Sign the paper. Give the money. Go buy it. Go take it. Wow. He didn't argue with me. He didn't scream at me. And he gave it right away. Wow. That's the first time ever that Potted spoke nicely to me. What happened? Hey. I think I remember something. Oh, today I got a bracha from someone. From that tailor. Maybe that bracha helped me? I never before saw the Paras act so nice to me. I don't know. You know what? Okay, we'll see. I'll see you next time. I'll try it again. Came the next time. When again, he had to go to a very tough Paras, who usually gives him a very hard time and wants to take him a lot of money from him to buy stuff. And I said, oh, let me go find that tailor first and get a bracha. Let me see if it works. Found the tailor. And this time he gave him a bigger coin and said, I need a bracha. Yeah, give me another bracha. 
everything should work well. Fine. Then he went to the other potets, and he saw, for some reason, the potets was very nice to him. Fine, you can buy it. You know what, I'll give you a little discount, a little bit cheaper. Whoa! This potets is never so nice to me. And both times, I got the bracha. It must be that, that guy. It must be that, 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 that tailor. It must be his bracha worked. So for now, from each time before he we went to go do business, he would first go find the tailor, give him not just one coin, give him a few coins, give me a bracha, I need it. Yeah, give me a bracha for today, for everything. And he get the bracha, and then everything went wonderful, and he started very quick getting rich. And he never told anyone how he got rich, what was his secret. One day, he had like a whole suit in his house, I think it was by Yom Tevim, and they were eating, and he was singing, drinking wine, he had a kiddish, drink a little more wine. He was a little bit freilach, a little happy. And he told his family, ha, huh, you know, Baruch Hashem, I got so rich, you know, the past little while so quick. You know the secret? How I got so rich? <laughs> Don't tell anyone. You know the secret? I got a bracha from that crazy person, that tailor, the sad tailor. It worked amazing. Really? What did you do? <gasps> wow. Hey. I need a bit of house. I'm going to go to him. So soon, you just told a few people, boom, everyone heard the secret. Imagine telling Yingle, I have a secret for you guys. Yeah, only you guys. Don't tell anyone. What's going to happen? Uh, everyone's going to hear about it in a few minutes. So, uh, so everybody heard about it. Now, everybody started coming to this crazy tailor. Give him a coin. Give me a bracha. Someone's not feeling well. I need uh, uh, for something. And they saw that every single bracha that he gave, it happened. Came one day, and in Vilna came two Talmidim of the Baal Shem Tif. And they heard people talking. They also heard people saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to go to that, uh, the tailor for a bracha. And they're like, what? A tailor? There's a bracha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a crazy tailor. He has brachas. And they all happen. They heard about him. Wow, it's very interesting. A crazy tailor and brachas happen. And later they came back to Baal Shem Tif. They told him about the story. You know, there's this crazy tailor in Vilna. So Balshantiv said, you know, next time you're in Vilna, tell him to come to me. I want to speak to him. I want to see him. Okay. They came back to Vilna, and they told the tailor, Balshantiv wants to see you. And all of a sudden, this tailor, who's always sad, had a sad face, all of a sudden, for the first time in a long time, gave a smile. And he came to Balshantiv. Balshantiv started asking him, tell me, what, What's special about you? How do you have this koyach to give brachas? And every bracha happens. You give a bracha, someone get better, they get better. What's, what's special about you? Nothing. I don't know. It's my fault. People come to me. I need the money. They give me money. So they give me a bracha. So I give them a bracha. And they like it. So I, give a, I need the money. I'm sorry. Is, is, I'm doing something wrong? No, 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 no. Nothing's wrong. Just tell me. What's special about you? Nothing special. I don't know. So Bashantav asked him, Tell me about your life. Where, where did you come from? What happened? Tell him I was born there, this is what happened to me, I was always poor. And then I was travel around, I went to the potets, and I got the money. And he told the Bashantav the story of how he took the Yidin out of jail. Bashantav said, Aha, that's it. That's how you have the Kayach. This mitzvah that you did, that's why you're so special, you don't even realize it. And all your brachas happened. Balshemtiv told him to stay with him, and Balshemtiv started to help him get better. He was so sad; it was like like a sickness in his head that he was always sad. Balshemtiv helped him, 
and got rid of his sickness and he started acting back normal and he wasn't crazy anymore, wasn't sad anymore. And Malshemta started teaching him Torah, the Niglo, the Gemara, and, and the Sigi parts of the Torah until he became a big Tzadik and a big Chacham and Torah and he became a big Talmud, a special Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev.